0: Hey everyone, this is Raz from the future. Before getting into this episode, I wanted to make a few quick announcements. The first being that I am going to launch a Patreon for Once Upon a Roll. Pretty much the free amount of bandwidth space and uh, storage space is getting met uh, quickly. So to continue to post regularly and not have to delete old episodes, uh, more costs will have to go into it. So the hope of this Patreon is just to offset some of those to keep things running smoothly. If you're interested, I've posted a link in the description, or check it out at Patreon once upon a roll. As time goes on, I'm going to add more rewards, but to start, uh, you'll be able to get the podcast a day early. And also, uh, I'm going to have a thing where you can create an NPC. It could just be a name, it could be named Class Race, whatever you want um, for it. Give me the information, and it will show up in a future episode in some capacity. Uh, trying to make it somewhat important and not just a guy they see in the distance. So if that sort of thing interests you, again, please check out the Patreon. Uh, The link is in the description. The other thing is, uh, as far as when episodes will come out, they will be every other Monday. So pretty much every two weeks on Monday, you should expect a new episode of the podcast. Um, That's all I have. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you for listening and uh, enjoy the episode. Hey, I'm Raz, and this is Once Upon a Roll. Each episode, I bring on a guest and play a one-on-one session of D&D 5th edition in the land of Cortia, a homebrew setting that I've been using for the past year and a half. Each episode will take place at a different time and place across Cortia in order to better flesh out the setting. So if you missed an early episode, obviously feel free to go back and listen. But if you stay, you won't be completely lost, as this is a new story, and every week is a new story. Anyway, I would like to welcome on my guest to this episode. Some people call him the uh, tiefling of humans. Welcome my friend Kyle to the show. Hey, Kyle. How are you doing? Hey, Raz. Thanks for having me, bud. Uh, I'm doing great. How about you? I'm uh, doing well. About to play D&D with a friend, so it's going to get much better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the question I always ask my guests is, uh, have you played D&D before? Uh, yes, plenty. I've played a lot of D&D. host it, play it uh, nearly weekly, nearly weekly. It's a life. It's a life thing, man. It becomes like breathing, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. which is a problem. So uh, obviously, I asked that question knowing the answer, uh, as I seem to typically do. You play in my game. I play in one of your games. uh, So you and I spend a lot of our free time probably thinking about how we're running stuff as a DM, huh? Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. We're mutually obsessed.
0: Uh, uh, Yeah. um have you ever played a one-on-one session before uh no this is my well i've hosted a one-on-one
1: session but i've never okay. played one i'm really excited for okay. that okay
0: yeah i think i mean obviously you've done a lot of dming and if you hosted one you know what the back and forth can be like yes uh, totally yeah it's it not many people have done one-on-one sessions uh I, i'm finding that intimate. out more and more it's really uh
1: personal I- i've found every discovery is like you're doing it with them it's it's uh yeah it's really fun i think it's i'm glad that you're doing it because i think more people need to see what it's like because it is I, I some of the most warm moments have happened
0: yeah i thought i'd hate it uh like like when it was first described to me i'm like that's stupid and then i started doing it i'm like oh yeah this that's is cool. awesome holy shit yeah
1: yeah it's really cool
0: but yeah, so I, I guess we should just start playing the game. You and I have talked a little bit about your character, but beyond that, you uh, pretty much have no idea what's coming at you. So this will be fun, for me at least.
1: Yeah, for for you at least. I can't wait to host a funeral for a character <laughs> I've known for maybe, you know, a week.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see how it all goes. All right. The Kingdom of Cortia has thrived for over a thousand years. In that time, it's endured war against powerful enemies, outlasted deadly feuds between its lords, and fought against evil both of this plane and others. However, during the most recent Festival of the Autumn Sun, the Sage's ritual revealed a nearly forgotten omen, the Sign of Black Sun, a symbol only seen once before, and it almost led to the destruction of Cortia panicked, the common folk in the capital city rioted, and when the dust settled, the king was dead, and his two children had disappeared in the night. The lord of the city of Edgewood, Tom Dunn, restored peace to the capital, and with no heirs of the king anywhere to be seen, he decided to sit the throne and take the position of lord regent. This story, however, takes place a little ways east of the capital, and a few weeks after the festival of the autumn sun, in the city of Tipport. Located at the very edge of the Iden Peninsula, uh, Tiport has long been a center for trade in Cortia. With the arid expanse of the Reach to its north and water in every other direction, Tiport had to rely on trade, and by and large, it's worked for them, connecting trade routes from the great cities in the north to the capital in the south, established commerce as Tiport's greatest asset. And wherever there are goods to be traded and sold, there are also criminals to slide in and get a cut of what should never have been theirs. And that is where you come in. The clerk holds his hands up, as Malik, who is wearing a black mask identical to the one you have on, levels the crossbow to his face. Make one move and I'll shoot your fucking eye out of your socket. When Malik told you he had a job that required the utmost patience and tact, you hadn't imagined he meant armed robbery. But desperate times. Malik looks at you and says, F, grab the stuff. Muhammad above, this is what you had in mind. Just grab the stuff, man.
1: All right. I'll reach over and
0: grab the sack. As you reach over, the clerk shakes his hands up. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt Don't hurt uh, me. And you just grab handfuls of jewelry that are on the display case necklaces, earrings, bracelets, all set with different ornate gems. You just grab them and put them in your pouch.
1: All right. Uh, okay. Malik. I think we're done
0: here. Malik steps forward, say, grabs him by the shirt. We know the best goods are in the back. Let us in. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, then Clark The clerk looks between you and Malik, like, D- please don't hurt me. You're fine, kid. I uh, look over to Malik and give him kind of a side-eye.
1: All right, no, I'll, I'll, I'll finish this. I turn to the, uh, the guy with his hands up. Are you gonna show
0: us in or what? D- this is all I have, there, there's nothing in the back. Can I inside check then? Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay, uh, 17. He, he has something in the back, for sure.
1: You can tell he's lying. Right. Well, I'm going to walk up just a little bit closer to the, the desk that he's standing at. Mm-hmm. Pull out my cane. Kind of lean in closer. Rest the cane up against his chin. I feel like you're hiding something from me. You know, I, I don't often do this, right? This is low-budget thing for me. And I've been around the block a few times. I got an idea that you might be keeping something from me.
0: All right, make an intimidation check okay uh modded 20 he is shaking even harder and he reaches behind him do you react to that at all yes totally i'm
1: gonna try to like grab
0: his hand with my cane yeah you're able to just like so you're just like throwing the cane there and like hitting his arm like the na 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 yeah just smacking it out of the way basically he's like "Uh, my keys my keys back there you can get it he like turns and you see his back pocket there's like a little lump yeah right and i reach in to grab his keys Without looking away from him, I'm going to toss the keys to Malik. Yeah, so Malik runs in the back, uses the key to open the lock. And he opens, runs in. Holy shit, they got, some good sh- they got some good stuff back here, F. It's not bad, it's not bad. Uh, can you make a perception check for me? Mm-hmm, totally. Uh, 14. Outside of the house, you start to hear footsteps. There's kind of a familiar chink of chainmail that you've grown to associate with Tiport's finest.
1: All right, Malik. I'll wrap it up, wrap it up. I hear them. All right, they're coming.
0: Malik comes running out just with a giant bag in his arms. You hear the clink of of, of seeming metal in there. You don't necessarily know what it's filled with. It doesn't seem like uh, completely filled with gold or anything like that. You know, there are objects that are too lumpy and and too, too big to just be gold coins, but it... Seems like some sort of valuable that he's interested in. They're coming in, I think, at the front. So, what's your next idea? I, I, I don't know. I just know how to get in the place. Oh, shit. All right.
1: Uh, give me the bag. Give me the bag. He ties it up and hands me the
0: bag. All right. We need a place to meet at and quick. Got any ideas at all? He, he looks at the clerk and then looks at you. He's like about to open his mouth to say something, but then he makes a little gesture with his hands that even though you are not necessarily a master of the Thieves' Canyon, you you know enough to know he's saying the normal spot, which for you is a well by South Dock. Okay. All right. Scram. Getting out of here. Uh, What way are you running? So I'm going to run out the back, but as I run out into the back itself, it's so early. It's so early, I don't know if I should. As you're running out, you do hear knocking on the door saying, Open up! No, it's not. No, it's not too (laughs) And Malik's looking at the front door and looking at the back and and he starts running out the back with you. okay and the door starts bursting open. By now you're already out the back, but you do hear the door get kicked open and you hear uh, the clerk who's working. They went that way. They went that way. But anyway, you're safe. ah shit.
1: Uh, I'm gonna cast jump. okay. I'm gonna cast jump and try to leap onto
0: a rooftop. I'd say, like, at least the area you're in right now, you certainly would be able to jump. Holding this bag, you, you're going to have to make a check to see if you can kind of grab on and pull yourself, but much easier than uh, trying to climb. Fair game. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. So you run out. Uh, Malik looks left and right, and he just dodges to the right. And you hear the clanking of this chainmail that you know, Tiport's finest, always wears, is coming near you. Uh, and you jump up. I'm going to have you roll athletics. Oh, crap. Ten. Tin. 10. That'll mm-hmm. be enough. Uh, it's You jump up, and you're able to like get slightly over the roof. You swing the bag over your shoulder and like have it land on the roof. Uh, and you kind of fall a bit, but your arms are able to hold on to the, the, the siding. And, and you just kind of pull yourself up slowly. The, the roof is probably like you know, 15, 20 feet. <laughs> so this is certainly yeah. a pretty major feat. The guards come out look left and right. They see Malik running one way, and, and they don't see the second man that was kind of warned to them about. And they look up and see you somehow already on the roof looking <laughs> down at him. Uh, one is going to take a shot at you with his crossbow that he quickly pulls out. Uh, that's a 13. That's a miss. So he shoots at you, but it just hits the uh, the side of the roof. And, and you're able to go, you're able to move if you'd like to. Yeah, totally. Just <laughs> rude. And then run away. <laughs> So are you just, like, taking a path across these roofs? Yes, I'm trying my absolute best to just stay on
1: top of these rooftops.
0: All right, Uh, I'm just going to have you then make, because this is just jumping and no strength to, like, pull you up. Just an acrobatics check to see you jumping roof to roof. (laughs) (laughs) Twelve. That'll be good enough. Uh, You're running, getting a little winded carrying this big bag uh, of goods, but you're jumping from rooftop to rooftop. You are obviously taking a much more direct path to where you're trying to go than these guards ever could as they (laughs) kind of weave between the buildings. (laughs) It seems like most of them probably went for the easier prey in Malak than than you. That's, Uh, yeah, that's fair. (laughs) As you're going, you do get to a point where you're like, okay, I am away from where that threat was. But you aren't really trying to be stealthy here, right? no no there's no way to be so you kind of look around and and you do notice that you are drawing some attention and although you may be away from the guards who saw you (laughs) running out of this building before you certainly are getting looks from just passerbys being like there's a guy on the roof with a big bag (laughs) they can they can make some assumptions so you are starting to get people like pointing up like who's that who's that and then you know one or two people who are good samaritans not good enough to try to stop you themselves but are turning like uh guards there's someone over there on the roof do i see any of these people congregating you you would notice it i feel like you've done this enough to be looking out for this sort of thing okay yeah as i am like looking out to the
1: to some of the people kind of you know conjugating in, in the middle i'm just gonna turn turn a quick head and scream ah <laughs> <laughs> florence Gulliver's gonna get away with it and keep running just gonna keep running and start to jump on top of rooftops. So you're just sprinting.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm
1: going to try my best to just uh, keep out running.
0: All right. Uh, roll a another acrobatics check. Okay. Modded 21. Nice. You yell it out and then just start bolting, making your jumps longer. Every once in a while, adding in a little <laughs> flourish because you're being a real fuck boy here. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, doing a spin every once in a while. Uh <laughs> you know, the parkour roll. Uh, eventually, you start to get to I- an area where you would know this, the roofs are a little less sturdy as you, as you approach South Dock, which is the direction you're heading, the, the direction in general where you're from. A little poor, roofs often made of straw <laughs> and things like that. So, so you kind of start seeing those come, and I imagine running on those might be challenging it definitely will be and i definitely will will try to do it okay so you're still gonna try to do it (laughs) absolutely all right so as you're running you do see that like you are kind of drawing a further crowd you you're able to out sprint pretty much every group of (laughs) guards that is alerted to you and then starts chasing after you but it is a consistent thing where you keep <laughs> alerting that. But yeah, uh, eventually you start seeing these straw houses. You're just going to try to run on them? Yes, totally. All right. You're going to run and jump. I want you to make a deck saving throw. Okay. It's a 13. You dr- jump, step one foot on the straw roof, and you just fall through it. Uh, okay. <laughs> the wood, The wood beams <laughs> in it just break under your weight as you fall. Uh, you land on the ground and a woman screams as she's standing over a stove. Her husband's sitting at, at a table about to take a bite of his meal. He's like, oh, what the fuck? And, and you're just laying on their floor. Is that mini Huh. Well, and I stand up, brush myself off. Gotta go.
1: Sorry. And just try to bolt out.
0: Yeah, you, you shoulder the door open, make a strength check. <laughs> Not a strength check, 12. Yeah, you go to shoulder the door. It doesn't do anything. So you open it and just should have done that the first time. (laughs) Watch out. (laughs) Smells nice. Open the door. As soon as you step out, make a perception check. Okay, it's a 13. You'd be able to see this to your left. You see a handful of guards looking over at this commotion that just started as something just flew into someone's roof. Uh, And he starts blowing a whistle and pointing at you. It's like, stop there. Stop there. Oh,
1: right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I put one hand up. I start slowly trying to back back into the uh, the straw hut where I just came from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try to get into the shadows in any possible way. So you're going back inside the house. Uh, like how far away am I from the house now?
0: Well, you like okay. stepped out the door and went three feet. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So I'm just like right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm going to try to make a break for it and go back into the hut. All right. So you just step back into the hut. Yeah, I'm gonna try and slam
0: the door of the hut back closed. Okay. You slam the door. The man and woman like look at you flabbergasted as you just go out. Nope, never mind. <laughs> and, and come back in. Uh, what do you do when you come back in? There's a bit of commotion outside. Sorry. The they they look shocked. The the man just has his mouth agape, confused. Not knowing what's going on, the woman looks at you, doe-eyed for a second, and then starts screaming and grabs a spoon from uh, her pot and just starts whacking you with it. Hey, hey, get get out! out. Get out!
1: Shit, shit! shit. All right,
0: look, I'm a bad
1: guy, but I'm not a terrible guy. I'm going to pull out a couple of coins. This is for the roof. Slam it on the table. And then I'm going to pull out a couple more. And this is so you don't tell me what happens next. You don't tell the guards. You don't tell anybody, all right? I slam, uh, I'm going to say 15 gold pieces total the table and i'm gonna cast this uh i'm gonna use mask of many faces to do, uh disguise myself as uh i guess as like a an old crone just an old lady with a sack of money in her hands
0: all right make a persuasion check okay and that one she keeps screaming and hitting you with the spoon
1: oh stop it <laughs> you do see
0: the man <laughs> the man like scoop over the coins and put it in his pocket <laughs> There's a knock on the door, <laughs> and the woman yells, "Come in! He's in here! He's in here!" And the door opens, and and you see four guards stand in the doorway.
1: Thank goodness you came here. She's disguised as the criminal.
0: The, you, so what do you look like? You look you look like an old crone. I'm just like an old, graying, uh,
1: human woman, uh, jowls hanging like to my collarbone, eyes not even visible, so hooded. Uh, And I'm wearing like a big flappy hat. I just, I just look like, I look like somebody's like just sad aunt. I'm just super old.
0: Roll a deception check at disadvantage. (laughs) Fuck, I had a 21. Nine. You're saying this and the woman's like still hitting you with the spoon. She's like, liar, liar. And the man says, I don't know what this one is, but some sort of magician. It was a man in a black mask and then... Turned into an old woman. Gotta arrest him. And, uh, the guards start moving in on you. Oh my god. How many guards are there? There are four right in front Holy of you. Holy
1: shit. Where is, are, are there any guards that are closer to me than any of them else? Like is one, are, are they all coming at me like a wall or is one closer to me than all the rest?
0: Two are closer, like two are inching in. One's kind of standing in the doorway and the other is like standing outside of the doorway. As support I'm gonna try casting levitate on myself <laughs> okay what what is all involved in casting levitate I pull out a, a
1: small bent piece of golden wire and bend it up into a cup shape it's just an action and it's a concentration spell up to 10 minutes so I I basically uh, when I cast levitate I can go vertically up to 20 feet and I can stay suspended there for up to 10 minutes. Up to 500
0: pounds can be lifted. Okay. You uh, fold that up really quick, your copper wire, quickly and, be- and begin to levitate. So they're moving towards you kind of slowly, like curious as to what this old crone is doing. And then you just start floating out of the hole that you just <laughs> fell in from. And uh, you, are, you are just right outside the building. as i'm levitating
1: i'm gonna just scream help she's levitating me somebody please and then i'm just gonna keep i'm gonna keep levitating till i make it up to the to the roof yeah yeah you do that pretty quickly okay as soon as i make it up to the roof i'm gonna start just fuck, fucking, fuck, uh try to grab some footing and just keep running
0: okay yeah you you know put your feet kind of on the side where you know it's not hay uh or, or where you know it's not straw and do you jump down onto the ground, or are you trying to run across the roofs more?
1: Um, I'm gonna take a peek down at wherever the ground is, quote-unquote, just to see if there's any guards anywhere.
0: Uh, right there, no. It seems like the guards right now are on the other side of the house. And I'm not seeing anybody in my vicinity? At least not in the alley right behind this house. Okay,
1: then I will I will dodge into the alley, and I will okay. instantly cast uh, Mask of Many Faces again, and, um... I will make myself look like one of the guards I just saw.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like exactly like one of the guards or?
1: Uh No, I'm going to go for just the most bland looking motherfucker. Just I'm talking like mm-hmm. sheer white, <laughs> brown hair, like shoulder length, just okay. default
0: RPG character. Okay. Yeah, you do that. You are still holding this bag. That that will not change with you. Uh, yeah. As it's just like a little too much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To, to fully work with that, Yeah. You, you look like a guard. Uh, after a few moments, you see two of the guards run around the alley and, you know, spot you right there. What, what are you doing? Thank goodness. Uh, he dropped this.
1: We left this here, but I, I haven't seemed to, to have found him yet. So I don't know where he went. Do you two mind helping me out
0: here? I'll hold the bag, but do you two mind helping me? I think he's still on the rooftops. Roll a deception check and I'll give you advantage because uh, of the disguised self. Okay. Uh, nat 20. Two nat 20s. Dune had 20. (laughs) Um, yes, hold on the bag. You'll need to turn that into the precinct. Which way? I believe it was northeast. That's where I last saw it. And they both start running northeast. One of them, like, actually stops back and and calls to the front. He's like, you went northeast. Northeast. We got the bag, though. Find him. All right. As soon as I hear that, I'll be like, all right. Slink
1: back into the shadows and start heading southeast for the well. Okay.
0: Holding this treasure as a guard. Start walking away from the scene of your crimes. (laughs) The scenes of your crimes, really. And and you don't draw a lot of questions from other people now that you're in the shape of an authority figure. And then you move along towards South Dock.
1: I guess I'm gonna uh, just continue going. Uh, And I'm gonna start trying to to, whenever I'm out of the way of people, start uh, taking things out of my bag start putting them in my pockets instead so the bag gets a little smaller
0: less distinguishable yeah make a sleight of hand check as you do this okay that'd be an 11 yeah you uh could probably be a little more cautious about this you know every once in a while you'll pull an item out like look around like where do i have space for it you're not doing as quick of slips as you know you usually do or you would hope uh so you do every once in a while kind of get the attention of a few people in the area but nobody comes up to question you make a perception check though okay 17 you do notice not people you know but as you get more and more into south dock which which is certainly one of the more poor areas and more crime intensive areas you notice a few kind of unruly figures seeing you carrying all these things seeing you put away these things and they kind of peel off from the posts that they were standing by and Slowly follow behind you. I'm not going to be couth about it at all. I'm going to turn around. Uh, excuse
1: me, gentlemen. Is there something we need?
0: Oh, yeah. Just, uh, look like you got some nice stuff in that bag there. Oh, I can uh, help carry, carry it for you. Oh,
1: carry, please. I start sticking my hand in the bag. Just take it. Why not? Right? Some dirty criminal took it, right?
0: If you want us to take it, we sure can. <laughs>
1: He had a lot. He had a lot to give. I mean, this was like six bags. Florence Gulliver, that's his name. Yeah, he's just giving it away. He's that great.
0: They look between each other. Florence gave you this.
1: I suppose so, right? What a tease.
0: Well, why don't you give us what you have left in there, and we'll go ask him for some more. You know what? Sounds like a wonderful... And I just start running. <laughs> they start sprinting after you as <laughs> so soon as you start off. Make an athletics check. no. 16 you are able to sprint fa- a little bit faster than them dodge around a few corners uh and evade them okay fair game. <laughs> they rolled a five so <laughs> yeah eventually you get closer and closer to the meeting spot that you had uh the safe place the well
1: okay i just i'm not gonna cause a scene anymore just gonna
0: like try and slink my way in there okay as, as you get away you start moving towards the well which is a well that has not been used for water in south dock for probably 15 years you head over some of the stones on it are broken you toss the bag down put one foot over and the other foot and start uh climbing down the ladder that's on it okay Cool.
1: All right. As I'm uh, climbing down the the well, I guess I'm going to yell up.
0: All right, Malik, uh, you get mugged this time. Sorry, I got stuck. You slide down the ladder and, and walk down a, a kind of windy path. Uh, there are a ton of different splits in this. You know them by heart by now. Mm-hmm. You know, so you take a left, a right, and then go straight for a while. Another left, another right. It's routine for you at this point. And eventually you come to a door in front of you that you give your secret knock to. Okay, by that I just grumble. <laughs> give a little grumble. <laughs> and, and you hear Malik's voice behind me like, No, you have to do the knock. Uh, really? You're looking at me. You know I'm there. I still want you to do the knock. All right. That's not the one we practice, but whatever. He opens the door. All right, I'll, I'll mosey. I'll slip in. Hey, good work there. We we did pretty well. Huh. Uh, I'm trying
1: to think. Is it two, three... I don't remember how many times I almost got this shit kicked out of me.
0: What happened to you? Uh, you know, I just ran. I'm pretty fast. It is what it is. What can I say?
1: Mm-hmm. I saw that. I take the, the sat from off my shoulder and just plop it on the ground. All right. Oh, well,
0: damn. Not bad.
1: I'm making this too much work. I mean... That was a simple job. Easily a simple job. What was that
0: all about? Your way takes so damn long, okay? Uh, well- It's fast. Faster. We're here now. We got the money.
1: Yeah, but it's it's chump change. Come on. What, what are we going to buy with this? Food? Yeah, maybe. Pretty damn broke as it is, so I don't see why you're complaining. We could have, like, magic items. I-I... We could be out of here. We don't have to keep, you know, stealing for bread. What are we? Some, some prince? Come on. We, we could do whatever we want. Why do you want to get out of here so bad? We're capable. Malik, we're a team. I mean, we've got everything we could ever want. So why stay in Tippert, Right? There's places like hmm, Cortia, Valia, hey, with. Uh, everywhere's better than here. Just think about it. I mean,
0: like they're gonna want me or you around? Look at me. You kidding me? Anywhere's better than here. He takes a seat and pulls off his mask. He's human. Pretty tan skin. He has a lot of scarring on his she kind of, like, uh, acne-pocked uh, Yeah. His, his His brown hair is, is short, but cut not for style. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's not all that good-looking on him. It has that kind of stringy aspect to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take your mask off and stay a while, okay? Uh, all right. I'll pull off my mask. And uh, why don't you now officially describe what <laughs> Florence looks like?
1: Uh, so Florence Gulliver is a, a drow warlock criminal uh he he has very long shoulder length white hair sort of piercing sanguine eye and i say eye because he has a, a patch over one that he wears and he is adorned in some very garish looking clothing obviously just meant to look that way like a rich blue with pinstripes really stands out and looks like i mean
0: just an absolute freak show a handsome one though
1: A very handsome one.
0: (laughs) The handsome freak shell. That's right. It's a good aesthetic. Yeah. I'd say. Malik looks at you. You don't steal magical items because they track those a lot more. You take those, you get a bunch of wizards after you. You don't want that. You don't want that, man. You get the small stuff. People forget about the small stuff. Uh, I'm I'm not asking for table scraps.
1: I mean, uh, what if I want that? You know, you steal from a wizard you give to another. You could make some powerful allies. I want to be remembered for this. This is fate, destiny. There's a place for
0: us. I think my place is right here in Tipo. It's where I was born. It's where I die. It'll be okay. You have a place here too, Malik.
1: You know I hate it when you start talking all the small town sensibility. It's just not
0: the same. Florence, you have a name here. How many, how many people have stolen something from Fenris and lived. You're a legend here. Fenris ain't
1: shit, alright? Fenris ain't shit. And don't mention his name around me, alright? He ain't nothing to me. Hey, look, I know you've been keeping an eye out for him. Fuck you.
0: Whatever. I was gonna tell you that I learned about some people who know some stuff about him. Might be, uh, able, able for you to get a little, uh, revenge on him. Take a little bit of his earnings. Oh, yeah?
1: What do we mean, earnings? We
0: talking gold or something a little more valuable? I don't know. I'm just messing with this business. I figured that'd be something you're interested in. You always talk like you don't care about the man, but I know you do. Well, listen,
1: Malik, I ain't about spitting on his shoes. I mean, I ought to give him something. You know, you could always try working for him. I'm sure he'd hire you. Oh, are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> man gouges my eye out and I'm going to work for him? Is that how that works? Is that criminal business? Malik, I don't know how you got your start, but. I'm not doing that. There's no reason. I'm not gonna climb my way up. I'm gonna jump my way up.
0: Okay, well then, if you wanna jump your way up, the move is to mess with someone like him.
1: Yeah, right. I- I'll fuck with Finris, but... He's gonna see me as an equal, not as some... goon. Alright? Not a subordinate. I gotta do something. Something big.
0: So, is what I wanna tell you about. I met this broad. Her name's Tessa. She, uh, runs with that Salvation crowd. She's got this wizard friend, uh, they know things, they find things out without even needing to say something to someone. They make it their business to know people's business. You know, offer them maybe some of what you got, and who knows, they might help you. All
1: right, you said, uh, Tessa, right? Don't have anything else on this? No last name, nothing, just Tessa?
0: Tessa Thorne. I've never met her, but I heard she's in town. Okay.
1: Uh, have I ever recognized the name Tessa Thorne?
0: Roll a history check. Sure. Nine. No, you've never heard the name. You've heard of the Salvation, which is one of the major crime syndicates, mostly uh, on, on the eastern coast, especially out, out of uh, Fridia. There's a decent you know, representation of them in Tiport, but they're certainly not the, the main game here. Right.
1: Malik, it's a start. All right. So, we go see the Salvation, air quotes, and uh, we get some stuff on Fenris.
0: That's the plan? Yeah, look, I'm as I'm afraid of Fenris as anyone else out there, but you want to make moves, you want to do something bigger, that's the direction to go. You make people afraid of you. People aren't going to be afraid of me. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a you know, something. But I can be that guy next to you, you know, who looks a little scary. And he stands up, crosses his arm. See how scary does he look? Uh, you've known him long enough to not uh, really see it as scary. But he's he's strong. He's got pretty sizable muscles. And to some people, certainly he'd be viewed as a, a threat. Uh, I just like fan a flinch. Like oh, yeah, that's something else.
1: I- I'm giving you shit, Malik. But you've been good to me. I can appreciate that. I ain't really got nobody else. What did they fuck us?
0: Oh well, then they you know they fuck us then. Oh you mean like screw us over. Oh Yeah, no, gross, man. That's not uh uh-huh. We don't let them, we get to it first. They don't have any reason to do it. They Salvation doesn't Salvation doesn't like Fenris. They hate him. Knocking him down a peg works for them. A co op.
1: Yeah, alright. Co op could work. Fuck it. Uh, Malik, let's let's work with the salvation it could kill us it will kill us, but no case, right? fuck it but I'm not doing it this morning, are you kidding me? my feet are so
0: sore oh, that was terrible okay, I, I don't know how long they're in town for I think they're only here for a little bit but you should be able to catch them later tonight uh, I hear they're on Queen's Dock Queen's Dock got it,
1: Queen's you coming with, or am I going by myself?
0: Um, I mean, you know, I was, uh. Listen, I ran a lot faster than you. I'm tired too. I was gonna just stick back here. But if you want me to come, I, you know, I, I can, I guess. I, I left 40 feet in the air. I, whatever, man. Just relax here.
1: And, uh, old Flo will take it from here, alright? Don't you worry. Never do, man. And he leans back. Never do. He sweeps his hair back. And uh, when you hear about Florence's next big score, you uh, you keep
0: your eyes peeled all right. You never know what I'm piecing out. All right. So do you just rest around for a little while? Yes, totally. Okay. I need those spells back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I imagine you rest for probably longer than what technically a short rest is. But but you, you get all your spells back, which is two. Um, yes and are, are good to go warlocks man <laughs> thank god <laughs> they are fun uh yeah enough time passes you you play around with uh your your seeker's chain a bit and just focus on the events of the morning and how things have gone Then yeah eventually the afternoon passes and you uh are ready to head out when i wake up already
1: you know drowsy Terrible. I flip my eye patch back onto the wrong or the right eye. And I wake up, check my check my suit, make sure everything's in order. Sweep my hair back, lick it, smack it back into place.
0: Is Malik awake? Uh Malik left. I mean as you look around this place, uh it's certainly not like a super nice room in here. (laughs) It's more like a clubhouse. It's not where it's not where Florence really lives, right? Uh, It's just kind of a place to lay low for a little while, yeah. Store some stuff. This place is a shithole.
1: God, all right.
0: And uh, I'll start walking my way out. Yeah, you walk your way through the familiar little cavern, eventually climb up the ladder, and are on the other side of the well. Then you start heading to the uh, Queen's Dock area, also often called as uh, the Queen's Pier. Your experience on the city have has mostly been on the piers. You like being a little closer to the ocean as that's kind of where the action happens. As you move more inland and away from the water, you get a lot more nobles and you know boring folk. <laughs> but you know a lot of the people that like to live the kind of life you do live near the piers. fair game fair game so you're pretty familiar with that area yeah okay i think one thing that i'd like to do as
1: i'm gallivanting is Mm -hmm. to make sure i use masks of many faces to disguise myself
0: as as human me not drow me okay (laughs) just so i i don't arouse much suspicion okay so yeah you disguise yourself as human you do you still have the eye patch yeah fuck it he's not thinking about it so so is it just kind of like you but not drow (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. It's just human Florence. Yeah, yeah. So Florence walks around. The sun is starting to set. You see a lot of fishermen coming in. People are done kind of moving boxes from cargo ships and whatnot. And people seem to be generally heading home from from their day's work. And yeah, you you head to the Queen's Pier. You look around and, and you know this is kind of... One of the more specialized piers, as it is the only pier that is also sanctioned to uh, host airships, which you guys only get a few of every few months, but every once in a while one will come in, and you do see an airship docked.
1: All right, I guess I'm going to start walking my way up to the airship.
0: Yeah, as you get to the airship, you see a few people carrying boxes and barrels from a, a ship that's nearby on on a on a dock nearby and carrying them from that ship up onto the airship and placing them in Alrighty. eventually you see standing next to the ship kind of shouting out directions at people is a uh, a blonde woman she has blonde hair that she keeps in a loose braid and as you look at her belt there are more daggers there than anyone could realistically need she looks at you as you approach twirl my cane up in the air all animated
1: and start really hamming it up walking my way up there uh, uh, morning is it even morning
0: she says evening
1: <laughs> yeah should have seen that one sorry i've uh, I've, I've been drinking a bit and i snap my disguise off hmm. i suppose you might be tessa right what's it to you well first off lovely outfit by the way i i See, you're a woman of fashion. That is absolutely incredible, <laughs> and I dig the. He just kind of wags a finger, all the, the daggers, you know, uh, whatever that is. Whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, you know about a Fenris Copperbrawn? Any? Yeah, probably one of the only uh, people worth knowing in this damn town. I, mm, this town sucks, but Fenris is ain't shit. All right, he sucks. But uh, yeah. It's-
0: she gives a little smile, uh, and in general, as you look at her, uh, there's always, like, a little devilish smile on her lips, and you mm-hmm. can't tell if it's because she's making fun of you in her head, or... She's just always that happy. Who knows? I, I meet her with an, uh, just a dead stare. like a, I look like a
1: corpse. Yeah, you ain't shit. So... Listen, I-, I didn't want any help in this, but... It's probably smart. I, I was
0: told that I should see the, uh, As salvation. As you say salvation, she steps forward and is like, These aren't the things you say in the middle of a fucking road, okay? You don't say the shit outside. Do you like your neck?
1: Well, are you not proud of it? Come on. You're untouchable. Obviously,
0: you could say whatever you wanted to, right? Yeah, but I don't. And that's how I stay alive. All right. Right. Miss
1: Thorne, correct? Listen, I, I, I'm here to make a negotiation. I I could really use your help with Finris. I won't make a fuss about it. Alright? I'm I'm willing to cooperate. It just I, I need to get him back some way. Alright? I don't have a lot of leverage, and obviously you do. You have an airship. That's a bit more than I've got. I've got this he holds up the cane. That's about it. So I'm willing to do what I have to do. Just please be fair and be quick with it. Whatever it is. What do you want? Uh, I I, don't know. Uh, Finris took something from me. My life hasn't been the same without it. I'm not asking for it back. Just asking that he knows what it's like. You know what I mean? And he lifts up his
0: eyepatch. Alright, roll a persuasion check and I'll give you advantage for uh, the eyepatch lift. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh 22 appreciate that okay thank you okay bad business with fenris that's always fun to get in the middle of he can't help but smirk well you see it doesn't sound like a deal she turns towards the ship and yells mara and a few moments pass and then a brown-haired woman who keeps her hair wrapped in a bun and just kind of has a stern look on her face uh, which, which again counters Tessa's as she can't stop smiling. Uh, walks over. She's like, yes, what do you want? This one could use some uh, information on Fenris. Looking to make a move. I figured maybe you could uh, spend a little time out, get a little information from him. See if you he can help him. Mar turns to you and says, what uh, What are you paying? I've got a sack of gold, Feck. Ooh, do I? I
1: say that out loud. Do I even have that anymore? Or did Malik take most of the share? He took
0: his share, which is half. He goes kind of red in the face. I got like half a sack of gold. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, <laughs> this time at disadvantage. <laughs> Fifteen. Mara rolls her eyes. What else What else can you offer? So it taps his can on the floor, like, kind of
1: panicking a little bit. I mean, what else, what else, what, what could you possibly want? Listen, I, I'll, I'll do most anything. Just not anything. You know what I mean? Let's keep things civil. You name it. If it's labor, if it's items, no worldly possessions on me. Ah, except these worldly possessions, please. Tessa smiles and says,
0: The cane looks nice. Throw that in.
1: Oh, no, no. Yeah, this is it. This is all I got. I mean, if you want my eye patch, you want my clothes, you can have them. But this cane is the only thing I got. I, I, I can't be doing anything without this. This is the only way I can get my job done. You're going to need this. You're going to need me to need
0: this. Mara sighs again and looks at Tessa. We could probably use help on the transport. You never know what sort of things will come up on the journey.
1: Are you kidding me? I'm very
0: capable. Very. Obviously. Florence Gulliver, by the way. That's my name. Yeah. Tessa looks you up and down. Are you good in a fight?
1: Are you kidding me? Ah, And he starts kind of like feigning like a boxer stance. I'm uh,
0: a wet dog. I can do it. Roll a deception check. 25. They look impressed as you do it. They can kind of see and, and... Based on how you snapped in and out of, of who you were earlier, Tessa can tell you're, you're a magic user and is somewhat impressed by that. They look at each other. We could use him. We give him the information. He helps us out. Win win for us all.
1: Wicked left jab, you know what I'm saying? Ah, huh, huh. Yeah, look at that. He's just completely off in his own world.
0: Mara, like, turns her head and rolls her eyes. Mara says, Yeah, I don't know. It's better than nothing, I think. Tessa nods, Okay. Mara will get you some information. We, uh, set off in this thing the night after next. So your business better be handled by then. <sighs>
1: so it's, uh, it's a deal?
0: He sticks out a sweaty hand. Tessa doesn't shake it, which says, yes,
1: it's a deal. Ooh, uh, this goes back to slicking his hair. So business, night before. Then we, uh, oh, okay, all right. So, uh, can we get a quick recap on that?
0: Uh, Mara goes below deck. <laughs> <laughs> We're headed out. The night after next, we need your protection. It gives you like a lowdown on just what would be expected. If we have any troubles passing any sort of borders, you'll help us out. Blah, blah, blah. All that good stuff. Mara eventually comes back up and she snaps her fingers and her appearance changes into an old woman. Ha <laughs> ha! I can do that too. Check it. And I'll, I'll mirror her. And she just keeps walking past you. <laughs> oh my god. I'll be back in two hours and uh, heads out. Am I still with Tessa? Yeah, you're with Tessa still. But I'm at above. I mean, you can't impress these people. Mara, you're saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, jeez, Stone Cold. I I ain't ever seen anything like that.
0: Oh yeah, she's great. You uh, you know, sit around. Eventually, Tessa says, "Okay, you know, if you're helping us out with the our our shipment travels, uh, you might as well help carrying some boxes." So she leads you down to the cargo ship that they're bringing stuff up from and asks you to carry a few bins. Roll a strength check. Can't even levitate these. Six! Yeah, you are just kind of like doing the push against it and it's not moving at all. You know, back up against it. Just nothing. (sighs) This is
1: the hardest thing I've ever done in my life.
0: After two hours, uh, Mara comes back and... You have pushed the box halfway yeah, to the, I'm doing from it. the ship to the airship, which uh. they're only about they're only about like 300 feet apart from each other. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Tessa, who is back up just by the airship, watching you struggle, waves you over as Mara comes in.
1: He just waves for a second, and then he gets what's going on and goes
0: up. Mara puts her hood down and is back to her uh, original form. Okay, I uh, had a few conversations with some of Fenris's men and peered into their minds a little bit. And this is the first time you see her smile as she says that. Oh, that's creepy. Do you say that out loud? Yeah, why not? <sighs> she then immediately, the smile stops, <laughs> just firm-faced. Uh, Tessa <sighs> gives a bigger smile than she had before, though,
1: and a little laugh. I just stand there with like my my hand over my mouth, really awkward. Like I,
0: I I've crossed someone. I like I, I, I've got my tail between my legs. Okay. <laughs> Looks like Fenris has a job he wants to get done. A woman named Cynthia Latrick? Do you know? Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> of course I know. Do I know? Uh, you roll a history check. <laughs> Nine. Uh, you would have heard the Latric name, just a noble house, you know, from the area. I get you. Very, uh, very noble, very, uh, uh, bourgeois.
1: Yeah, I get it.
0: You, you would know the family is just, so there, there's a little mountain range to the north in the Reach, and there's a handful of families that live up there in these just massive mountainside mansions, and she's from one of those families, but obviously has been spending some time living in the city. So, we he's robbing some city girl, is that? Uh Yes. She apparently recently inherited the Crown of First Hall after her father passed. Her brother got the keep and title, and she got a little piece of jewelry. Sounds fair. Guess it uh, belonged to some ancient Bennett Queen and was gifted to the Lotric family after some act of heroism on one of the more notable family members' part. It's been passed down generation to generation, and now she's got it. He wants to take it, and plant it on someone who has kind of been defying his orders.
1: Uh, his face is just kind of crumpled up, trying to, like, digest... It. Bennett, Lotric, all of these
0: names at the same time. Ah. Uh. The the Bennett name would be the easiest to remember, as it's also been the talk of the town a lot with what happened in Cortier recently and King Aidan Bennett being, being killed by a mob. So so you're certainly familiar with that name. The Lotric name you would have just heard in passing once or twice and not necessarily known any importance to it. Well, all right. There's so uh, this, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yes. Yeah, there's this council member. Uh, he's in. He's one of the council members of uh, one of the inland districts. I'm not sure which one. His name is Benjamin Milliam. He uh, has been working on the council for a while and has been doing some things that Fenris doesn't like and Fenris wants to remind him about his place, so he's going to frame him. So,
1: framing Benjamin. And Cynthia's got the crown. So Fenris is going to go in, steal something from Cynthia, frame Benjamin. Am I getting that right? So it seems like. Really? Shit. I guess I was paying attention. All right, so this Cynthia, we got to get to her first, right? Uh, we?
0: I got to go get to her first. Mara nods and walks away. Well, shit, Tessa. What am I supposed to do? You ask for information, uh, Tessa says. And we got it for you. So see you the night after next. Um. If you don't come, you know, we'll track you down and kill you, or whatever. Have a good day. Doing me a favor at this point. Ugh. I walk away. Okay.
1: Where are you heading? Ah, uh, shit. Now that I've got a lead of where I need to be, fuck it. I'm gonna go looking around for Malik. see where he might- Do I-, do I... Well, first off, before I do it, do I have any idea where he is? Because if I don't, I'm just gonna go heading straight for Cynthia
0: instead, then. You would have a guess of places Malik might go. Okay. You know a few taverns uh, on, on South Pier that he likes? So you can head in that direction. I'll go on the pub crawl. Pub crawl, baby. One man pub All right. crawl. Yeah, you head, to, you head to the Even Pegasus. It's, it's a tavern that was made a long time ago when Tiport was really just kind of being established. And it was supposed to be this premier tavern that they thought everyone would go to they built it huge and they built it in south pier that they thought would be you know this hub of trade and wealth and one of the nicer places but over time south pier has become really uh you know not that <laughs> uh <laughs> and uh, other peers have gotten much more of the wealth and where people wanted to be so it's kind of this big like ornate tavern with these like beautiful pillars out in front just way out of place for the district uh, and, and it's getting really run down at this point but it's certainly a place that has enough seats and enough, uh, enough fire in, in the hearths to keep you warm and a lot of booze like all the booze like tons of booze
1: okay um, before I I guess before I walk in I'm gonna uh, mask of many faces myself I'm, I'm gonna make myself like a a very, uh, yeah, fuck it. Like a very, um, a very voluptuous figure. Uh, I make myself like a, a woman with long shoulder length, uh, back length hair, big floppy hat. I'm gonna look like a,
0: like a, like a fifties cocktail waitress. Yeah. So you start walking in, you walk past the pillars, you look up and you see kind of on top of the entryway. It used to be like a Pegasus kind of flying over the doorway, uh-huh. like a statue of one. But parts of it have broken, like both of the wings on the Pegasus have broken oh. and, and are no longer on it. So it's really now just a horse, like a statue <laughs> of a horse going on So yeah, you walk in, beautiful, and, and, and you look around. It only takes a minute for you to see Malik sitting in the corner, surrounded by uh, no one. <laughs> just a bunch of empty chairs that he's kind of like looking around, hoping someone fills.
1: All right, I'm just going to mosey on over to his seat is sit down without a word and give him an icy glare. I'm just going to sit there for a second. And I smile, begin to part my lips. Before I say anything, this just deep, rough, All right, Malik, I've got a job for you.
0: God damn it, Florence. I I thought for once a beautiful woman wanted to sit with me. And this is how you do me, man. Are you kidding me? Nobody else knows it.
1: There's a beautiful woman sitting right next to you. Not yeah, but I know crime. it's your ugly mug behind
0: it, okay? Yeah, but nobody else knows. Come on, Malik. All right, man, I just... What's the job? You you found something about Fenris? You talked to those ladies?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. And they're willing to fuck Fenris as hard as I am. So, here's the deal. We need to go to Cynthia. She's this... Uh, real fancy lady, right? Real uh, noble type. She got this... Uh, I don't know, Bennett crown. Whatever, she's got this big hunk of jewelry, and she's gonna get it stolen by Fenris. And they're gonna blame this guy, uh, Benjamin. I don't fucking know. So we need to get to Cynthia first, so we can, I don't know, <laughs> beat the shit out of Fenris? Who-, who fucking cares, right? As long as we get there. We steal it before he does? I mean, if Fenris would look like an asshole, how do we get the hell out of here? All
0: right, I can. It's up to you. So wait, you... You want to go into this place... Wait out for Fenris? You think he's gonna do the job himself?
1: I didn't think about that. Shit. Alright, it'd be wiser to ransom off the crown to Fenris. Maybe even to Cynthia, shit. But if we get there before him and we know, we know that Fenris is coming in, he's gonna be shaking in his boots because Alice is gonna get business done, right? Shit, we could ransom to get him right at our feet, right? I mean, this is a big thing. This is
0: uh, some. Some Bennett crown. You know how big the Bennets are now? Well, I mean, yeah, the Bennett's are gone. Who knows? But sure, I'm sure that means that all their stuff is going to be way more valuable. Exactly. So if
1: we steal this crown first, huh? Live a villain, die a hero. Let's fucking do it. Fuck this. I'll start walking my way out. And before I walk all the way out, I look back to Malik. And I stand there for a second i don't come back you're a good kid love you you idiots.
0: and i open the door close it you hear him saying but you don't even have a plan and then the door closes and you're <laughs> out <laughs> all right i'm gonna
1: start making my way to this cynthia lady i'm, a- I'm gonna start walking um, uh you know uh, you know what it's gonna take forever to get there obviously
0: mm-hmm. so i'm gonna try and look for a horse and carriage yeah, there there are certainly a few around the city. Uh it's getting a little later so there the streets are a little more clear than they were before. But you're you're able to find one after a little while. I'll stick the thumb out. Oh, hey, chike. Yeah, one, one pulls over. Hey. Yes. Excuse
1: me. Uh do you offer fare to Did I would I have paid attention
0: to where the mountain range was even like what it's called? Well, so you know that her family is from the mountain range area, but she is living in the city. The mountain range is well outside of the city, so she is here with us in Tipper. Yeah, yeah, that is what Mara said. No idea
1: specifically where that is. Uh, I'm I'm back in South, right? I'm, I'm in yeah. East. You're in South Pier. Okay, so I will. Yeah, could you take me up to uh, any place more rat, less ratty than this? You know, North anywhere.
0: I'm looking for noble towns. I want to spend some coin. He looks at you. Uh, you look at his cart and it's like a horse and then really just a cart. It's not, not like a horse and carriage. <laughs> it's just you know. It seems little... like he probably uses it mostly for hay, but then like transporting hay from place to place, but knows that if he goes out at night, he can probably make a little coin taking drunk people from one place to another. <laughs> That's a uh, pretty far north... There, boy. But uh, I could, I could probably, I reckon I could do that. I'm willing to pay plenty. Look at me. I mean, come on, right? All right. Yeah, that'll be five gold then. I take out ten gold and I hand it to him. Wow. Well, I only ask for five, but okay.
1: I got faith in you. I'll, I'll hop in the carriage, whisk me away.
0: Yeah. You, uh, you start riding away. As as you move past uh, out of south. Uh, out, out out, of the south dock you you start moving more through the city are you in your drow form or human form i'm gonna say he doesn't remember to do that so he's in his drow form yeah the the driver like is going and he starts like taking a few looks at you as, as he's now like with you for a longer period of time so uh you an elf there buddy
1: uh, elf uh i guess like a more like a nightmare I don't know, like some sort of hell spawn. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, really undesirable. An elf, yeah. You get kicked out of a bar for being an elf, but what I am? Come on, you get spat on, if,
0: if you're lucky. He hawks a loogie and spits it out. He looks at you, then looks at the coins that you gave him, and he shrugs, as if satisfied. that I can deal with a freak show like this for look for. A few days wages and drives on. <laughs> you you head out of south and, and start moving through the cities. The city proper. The more inland stuff. And, and the water to behind you and to the sides kind of starts to vanish behind the buildings. As you go get more in, the, the buildings are all made of stone. A lot of them start to get pretty tall. You know, this is a city that for the most part they try to construct it in a way that'd be able to withhold the crazy bad weather it gets and you know, the, the waves of a giant ocean. Granted, a lot of the places on the dock end up having to get rebuilt constantly uh, because nothing can weather that for, for, for too long. Uh, but, but as you get into nicer places, you start seeing more and more tall stone buildings, and, and eventually you get to a district that you know is a little more well-to-do. Uh, what, what time of day is it right now? Uh, it's late at this it's point. Late. After the ride, ride probably took an hour, hour and a half, uh, to get across the city, like that far across the city.
1: Starting to finally catch my my wind, given my drow heritage, I'm um, getting a little more lively. So then I'll, instead of just quietly humming to myself, I, I'm I'm loudly singing, "Fuck you, Fenris! Here I come!" I'm tapping my like cane <laughs> on the ground and everything, getting
0: rowdy. Okay. Eventually, he drops you off. Well, uh. Nice to meet you. Have a good day. If you need another ride, let me know. Hey, well, I appreciate it. I go out to stick a hand. He does not shake your
1: hand. Right. The fourth, uh, the fourth hair move. I guess I'm employing it again. <laughs> it just goes right back to his business. Turns around, and uh, I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna start aimlessly looking for whatever would look. Like a some place this Cynthia woman would stay. No real plan. I'm just, I look like a homeless man.
0: Are you asking anyone?
1: Before I ask anybody, I'm going to use masks of many faces. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make myself look like a, a dashing young prince. I'm going to make myself like a coiffed brown hair. Like very, very nice tight fitting clothes with like a very large wide physique.
0: Okay, you can do that. Certainly. You know, you look like a uh, human Shrek. Or <laughs> Christ. Uh, you look around and, you know, you ask a few people. Do you just say, what do you say? <laughs> it just waltz up to people. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, I, I'm looking for uh,
1: Cynthia. Do you, do you know what Cynthia is? I don't even like say the last name.
0: Cynthia. Most people are like, um, no. Sorry, I don't know a Cynthia. And other people like, yeah, which Cynthia, you know, I know a bunch of Cynthia's, Cynthia Brumblebee, Cynthia made up name, you know, just a bunch of different, (laughs) just a (laughs) bunch of different people. (laughs) Eventually one person would say, like, ask you like, oh, what's, what are they like? Who is this Cynthia exactly? Young, old?
1: Uh, I believe she's young. Uh, She's, she's, I've been told she's beautiful. Uh, She, her family uh, lives up, you know, north. Do you know anything about that?
0: No, but a lot of uh, the young people in this town like to uh, check out the Worthless Note. It's a music tavern in town. That's
1: a peculiar name. Is this... Well, I, I can't be really seen in a place that has a, that doesn't have a reputation that supersedes them. But you say it's a, it's a noble place, right? A fair amount of young nobles like to go there. Excellent. Sounds like a place to be. Well, I, I thank you for this information. Uh, wonderful coat by the way looks
0: beautiful I'll, I'll be off is the person you say that to wearing a coat probably not okay <laughs> that's what i figured <laughs> uh yeah they look they're wearing like a you know a short sleeve uh tunic and say, oh, okay <laughs> and then you walk <laughs> off excellent head towards a worthless note yes
1: but i'm going to change my disguise mm-hmm. uh, i'm going to change into uh I'm going to turn into a, a, a sort of the girl next door of nobles, like not not flashy and like outwardly attractive, but like fair in complexion, you know, doesn't doesn't get out much. Very studious girl, like glasses, sort of hair and tresses flowing down. OK, when I get to the worthless note, I don't want to go in per se. I kind of want to survey it sort of check around it like their windows and stuff
0: uh roll a perception check okay
1: nat one i'm leaning in with my fucking patch eye
0: yeah you like get a basic lay of the land it looks like a tavern seemingly mostly young people you do like as you're looking and you kind of turn your head your eye patch like Imagine there's like kind of a band around your your head, you know, of how the eye patch sticks. It kind of gets stuck on like the windowsill and pulls back and slaps you, uh, <laughs> which looks really weird to everyone else because they can't see the eye patch uh, in your girl <laughs> form. So it's just like they're looking at you for a second. You walked up to something, got snagged. There's a, and then you go, "Ow!" I guess so, like I'm like holding my eye. I'm. Just gonna walk in, like just embarrassed. <laughs> you walk in. As far as taverns that you're used to, this one doesn't have the typical stench of stale beer, smoke, and sweaty men. It actually smells kind of nice, like they're spraying some perfume or, or whatnot every once in a while to, to to give it a good smell. There's some music being played and some pretty pitchy singing. You, you look around and and you see. To younger younger women, probably about the age that you are impersonating right now, singing on a stage as, as a band plays behind them. You recognize this song to be the lovers of Tip Hort, kind of like a famous Tip Hort song that, that people like to sing. You, you get the idea that this is probably like some sort of karaoke night. Ah, uh, I'm going to start scanning the room while uh, looking for Cynthia. Okay, uh, roll another perception check give you this one a disadvantage because your eyes hurt. Uh, 18. You look around, you see a lot of women who are dressed in, in finer clothes and seem to seem to be a, a proper noble birth. Maybe acting a little improperly in, in this bar, drinking a little more than they probably would around their parents. Mm-hmm. But you don't necessarily see anyone. I mean, you don't know what this woman looks like, so.
1: Oh my god. Uh... uh <laughs>
0: Florence is not a detective. (laughs) Florence is going to solve this
1: case the way Florence would. He like kind of cups his mouth to like one side and like while he's still this woman is like, you know, sort of bashfully like tilting her head and all that, keeping her head down. But every now and then he'll he'll like he'll bark out a Cynthia, Cynthia over here. hey Yeah. While he's just like staying over in the corner as this this proper lady
0: in his own voice
1: yeah just like trying to like call out to her
0: i'll have you roll this is a weird one i'm gonna have you roll a sleight of hand check though (laughs) it's kind of like seeing how well you're able to cover your mouth and say this (laughs) a nine nine uh so you you do it you just yell cynthia but the first time you kind of like forget to get your hand up in time (laughs) and be like oh oh shit cynthia every once in a while
1: Florence didn't think this through. I'm going to go sit up with the uh, with the uh, these you know what? Better idea. Even better idea. I'm going to take my leave and I I'm going to walk outside. I'm going to change disguises to another woman, but this one more ostentatiously beautiful, uh more you know, a more gaudy jewelry, sort of like a tiara and like many baubles in her hair. I'm going to uh, walk back in and I'm going to try and sit with those girls specifically. The ones that are getting super rowdy.
0: Okay. They kind of look over. Right? So do you just like walk behind the, like walk into an alleyway and just like walk out right away? <laughs> I'm gonna, No, no. I totally forgot to say, I'm going to wait at least like five to 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. So, so you wait an acceptable amount of time and then come back in. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you walk in, uh, the girls are at a table laughing, chatting. You just walk over to them? Yeah, I'm going to walk over to them and sit down and order a drink before I say anything. So you just, like, put a finger up? Like, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. They give you, like, weird, they give you really weird looks as you just sit down. And they're like, um, excuse me, uh, do we know you? Have we met? Right. You're all tippled folk, right? I just need to know if
1: I need to catch up or anything. How many drinks are we down, right?
0: Roll a charisma check. Good God. Don't fuck me. Modded 20? Uh, one of them looks at you like, this girl's gotta go. But another, another w- woman with red hair says, as long as you're buying? Of course,
1: absolutely. The drinks are on me.
0: The whole night. They, uh, all look at each other and look at you and raise a glass and say, thank you. To our new friend, Gina. Gina De Gina, pleasure to meet you. Of course. Uh, and you are? Uh, my name is Eleanor Foster. Oh, pleasure to meet you. And you all are? The redheaded woman said her name was Eleanor. Catching. Gotcha. Another says her name is Veronica. Uh the third one says her name is Juliana. Okay, so Eleanor, Veronica, Juliana.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh all right. Uh as we start, like, you know, drinking the night away, uh, I kinda like like three or so glasses and I start like tracing the rim of the glass. And I, I, I try my best to look as downtrodden and pouty as I can, but Florence Florence doesn't understand other people in general, so he's definitely overselling it. He's just, (laughs) like, making noises, like he's uncouth with it. Mm -hmm. Eventually, Eleanor says,
0: What's wrong, honey? Oh,
1: it's this one girl. I I think she's going to be stealing my husband to be. I was in love with this one man. Uh, Jules." And um, I- I'm just afraid that... I-, I don't want to live without him. I I just... I love him so much. I- how dare she? Roll a Deceptive check. Good God, please. Don't be so shit. 14.
0: The three women lean forward. Ooh, is this someone from town? Who is she?
1: Yes, she's this... I don't want to use improper language. Yes, I do. She's this bitch. Right, her name's Cynthia. I don't even know her last
0: name. She's this prissy girl. Veronica looks over to eleanor eleanor is that one of your roommates named cynthia and eleanor was like yes but cynthia's not seeing anyone right now so sure it's a different one do you you don't know her last name did he ever actually catch it at any point yeah he definitely heard it latrick um yes Uh, uh, cynthia latrick yes oh yes she's my roommate but that does not sound like Cynthia. I think you must be mistaken. She would never try to steal your man. She's so sweet. She's the nicest girl I've ever met. One of my closest friends. I've known her for weeks. She's great.
1: I, I don't mean to discredit you. I'm sure that what she's shown you, she's probably great. And I I thought the same thing, too. Have you been
0: with her at night? Do you know where she is? Well, yes. She has been living in my family's estate for few weeks now she came into the city after her parents died needed a place to be my father was friends with her father so yeah she's been staying with us she's sweet though you would you would like her you'd get along
1: I don't know I, I I'd like to meet her just just so I know that it's not true I need to know these rumors I I, I need this to be quelled
0: I just want to see her alright roll a persuasion check okay I'll give you advantage too cause I've she's pretty 20. drunk okay didn't need it didn't need it didn't even need it uh although a sober eleanor would know that this is a bad idea <laughs> drunk eleanor <laughs> she don't give a fuck yeah i think that'd be good if you met cynthia you would know you would know for sure that you know she's good you'll love her i promise it's excellent we should see her now
1: obviously right uh, we should patch this up immediately. I-, I can't be living with this guilt any
0: longer. Yes, we'll finish this drink and then have another drink and then we can go. Well, right? glass up. Yes, of course. <laughs> she <laughs> chugs. Oh, shit. They drop another drink, you know, they all drink them. And then eventually uh, she's like, uh, let's go on our way out. Uh, of course, uh, lead the way, please, please. She leads you down a, a few streets. Um, you're starting to move further and further from like a very concentrated city area to a place where the houses are a little more spread out. There's still no real yards to any of the houses here. It, it seems like there's a little more, more of them. You know, I, it, it's not like suburb living by any means, but <laughs> it's the small front and backyard that you see in houses in cities even today. And Eventually, you roll up to this relatively decently sized manor, and she uh, pulls out some keys and, and walks forward. This is our place. Um, just come in. And we'll say hey to Cynthia, and it'll be great. Okay. Of course. Yes. Unlocks the door. Go ahead. Uh, do I do I see like any guards or anything
1: around? Like uh, not on the outside. Okay. I'm gonna try and keep my eyes peeled.
0: That's that's the one thing that I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, in the city in general, you've probably seen some guards as you've walked. But not, like, camped out by this house. Uh, yeah, and you move you move in. You move inside. You see just right there on, on the inside is a, a man standing there. He has a sword on his belt. And as soon as Eleanor walks in, he says, ah, Eleanor, it's a good to see you home safe. Your parents have gone to bed. Is there anything uh, I can order up for you? She says no no maybe a little bit of food we have a guest this is my friend gina she's so great uh we're gonna go hang out with cynthia though you good bobby he says please sir robert call me sir robert okay bobby and she walks up a (laughs) staircase Uh, and the other girls are like giggling behind her as y'all walk
1: oh that's sick
0: um so bobby is the only person we've seen so far other than these guys Mm Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. Fuck it. I'll I'll keep following them. Okay. So yeah, the the staircase is kind of like in the middle of the main, I guess, atrium area. As you walk in, it kind of peels out to both sides, to the left and the right, and leads to almost like an inner balcony on either side that overlook the main room. And you see doors just lining the upstairs. And and she leads you up the stairs and eventually comes to one on the the far left side and knocks on it cynthia i want you to meet someone someone very important to me so it's gonna be very important to you coming in she tries to open it but the door's locked you bitch she tries it again and eventually you hear a voice being like ellie come down come down i'm opening the door don't worry Owen opens the door you see she has blonde hair uh, she looks to probably be mid-20s she's in an like pajamas it looks like she was about ready to go to sleep maybe even had fallen asleep for a little bit she she is holding a book in her hand but like it's opened to like the back page you know oh, okay yeah. and just kind of like hanging from her side so it doesn't necessarily seem like she was reading anytime soon but eleanor what do you want you gotta stop knocking my door so late i was like i i'm sorry i'm sorry this is my friend Greena. sorry gina hey gina hey cynthia looks between all of you and says um all right well thank you i'm gonna be headed to bed it was nice to meet you gina
1: cynthia do do you do you mind if i come in for a second i i have a confession
0: roll a persuasion check (laughs) good god a knife she looks at eleanor and kind of grabs Eleanor's arm and pulls her nearer and kind of is like, can, can we have a second? And like moves away and tries to shield. And you see her kind of like whispering to her and arguing. You can't make out what she says unless you want to try to kind of eavesdrop. Yeah, fair game. Let's try. All right. Roll a perception check. Uh, 17. Yeah, you hear her just being like, Eleanor, this is not okay. You can't just bring strangers to my door like I understand you make friends out there but I don't know her and Eleanor's like we let you stay in our house for free and and Sidney's like I I appreciate that but you still can't just knock on my door at any hours because I live here and they just argue kind of back and forth like that for a while Eleanor kind of moving out of the nice face that you had seen earlier in the night and Uh uh, maybe a little too irrational at this point from few too many adult beverages to, to really be a nice person at the moment. But yeah, huh. okay. eventually Eleanor is like, all right, well, we'll leave you alone then and starts stomping off and slams the door behind her like on Cynthia. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, could you two please excuse me for a moment? I think I had too much. I think I'm having the spins. Sorry.
0: Oh. Uh, where's the bathroom? Eleanor's already stomped away. Uh, oh, shit. But Veronica points. Uh, it's over there. Uh, points right. to a,
1: a door down the hall. Mm-hmm. And I just start uh, running down the door. Close the door, and I'm going to wait for a little bit for people
0: to kind of clear out. i am gonna lock the door first off. And then Naturally. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you lock the door uh, and, and just sit there for a while. A- after a few minutes, you hear a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. And Juliana, it's her voice, she says, Gina, are you all right in there?
1: I- I'm, I'm going to be fine. Just um, just give me 15 minutes at the most, please.
0: Okay, um, we're going to be in Eleanor's room. She said you can just head over if you need a place to sleep. Thank, thank you both. Uh, all of you, thank you.
1: I'll be out in a moment. Please, I, I feel it like coming back. Okay, feel better.
0: You hear her thank- voice fading away.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, we're going to do the one... Uh, The one Florence thing. Uh, We're going to get up, and I'm going to unlock the door. And I'm going to open the door, and I'm going to take a look around. What are the best ways out of here immediately?
0: Roll a perception check. 19. All right, from where you're at, you see the front door. Uh, You see at the moment Sir Robert's standing there. He is sitting, like... He was standing when he came in, uh, mainly probably because he heard the door turning <laughs> and it's like, got to look good. So, but he's sitting now and he has a book to his side, uh, just reading it. So there's the front door that you could get out of, but obviously he would see you moving through it. Uh, there are windows <laughs> Yes. <laughs> on, on, on the second floor. I'm
1: going to self-definish straight. I'm going to try and like sneak out of a window then. I'm
0: going to try my absolute best. Any, any close window in proximity. So the closest one would be down the hall where you just knocked on Cynthia's door. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna try and sneak out that window.
0: Uh, roll a stealth check, as like there is a clear view of this hallway, <laughs> of this this walkway. The net one. Okay. You like step up, take a breath, and start walking forward, trying to be very sneaky. But you trip on one of the banisters and just makes a big. sound, and Sir Robert looks over at you. Um,
1: Miss, are you okay? I'm sorry. I I just got really sick and I'm spinning, but I'm gonna be fine. Trust me. Please, trust me. I'm gonna go back up. Sorry. I start stumbling my way back. To the bathroom? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try a different window. Okay,
0: so you would still need to, like, walk into that, like, walkway area that has the look down into the atrium the the other closest window would be walking partway down the stairs up the other part of the stairs to the other side <laughs> so it'd be a lot further Ah, uh, fuck it
1: yeah it's probably better yeah i'll do it i'll I'll try and sneak out that window
0: okay you will kind of have to like sneak right past sir robert's line of sight he's uh, ah. reading a book
1: uh, motherfucker and the other window that I was just at would not be in Robert's line of sight.
0: Uh, correct. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a place that he could see because it's technically on the second floor, but it has an overlook of this atrium area. You know, so you and there's a banister, and you, you can see the person as they're walking down that little walkway. Um, but it's not like directly in front of him. He would have to turn his head and look up. Okay, then I'll do that. Then that's fine. Roll another stealth check. A 19 this time. Okay. Yeah, you uh, try again. You <laughs> creep up along. The floor squeaks beneath your feet once or twice, and you pause and like look down to the first floor from where you're at and, and see if Sir Robert notices, but he doesn't. He just turns the page of his book. And uh, yeah, you get to the window. Okay. I'm going to open up the window, and I'm going to peek down. How How sheer of a drop is it? Uh, you're on the second floor, so it's about 20 feet, and, and from this angle, yeah, it's sheer. Okay, I'm going to cast Featherfall on myself, and I'm going to sneak out that window, jump down. Roll a sleight of hand check to open the window.
1: Oh, motherfucker.
0: It's a 15. Yeah, that's quiet enough. You open it, step out, jump, snap your fingers to cast Featherfall, and land on the ground perfectly safe. Alright,
1: I'm going to instantly change Mask of Many Faces to uh, human shrek again okay and i'm gonna try to make my way to cynthia's window so
0: you're like gonna climb up no no i just want to like align myself with cynthia's window so she's on the second floor but yeah yeah you can do that so pretty much you look up at the window you just came out of take three steps over look up take three more steps and you see a window right above you (laughs) okay you are in a bush though (laughs) I'm going to try and pick up some rocks so I can toss at Cynthia's window.
1: Some tiny little pebbles. Not rocks, rocks. Just pebbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All
0: right. Make uh, just a dex check. It's kind of like a throw attack. Six. All right. You throw one. It hits uh, the window you just came out of. Uh, (laughs) It takes a few pebbles to get up there, but eventually you hit her (laughs) window. Um, You have attracted the attention of a few passerbys who like look at you and one of them stops the direction they're walking and kind of turns back the other way and starts walking away. (laughs) Awesome. But eventually you see the flicker from a candlelight from her window move closer to the window ledge uh, and it gets a little brighter and you see the window open as she looks down. Who are you? what are you doing miss cynthia is that is that you i've been looking everywhere for you i don't know who you are i'm sorry can you please stop or i'm gonna to have to report you to the guard i i'm terribly
1: sorry to bother you at this hour it is i sir julian one of the nobles of valia i've been told uh, that i've been told you to the most beautiful maiden oh all, all the lands i ask uh, for just one night may I please? I I, I (laughs) happen to come up with this lie on the spot. Uh, Might I come in just for a moment? I I have a great message to be delivering on to you.
0: Uh, Roll a persuasion check at disadvantage as you are some creepy dude standing outside her window (laughs) at (laughs) 1am. All right, I got a 12. Look, I'm sorry I don't know who you are if you have any business that you want to talk to me about um you can schedule it with uh, fuck
1: a... it don't even and i snap the, the the disguise off all right
0: enough with that she gives out a little like scream and like holds her mouth Shh. <laughs> hey I, i'm not that ugly all right and listen
1: i'm not a great guy either but you have my word. i'm not gonna do any weird shit but Cynthia, right? You're in danger. And it's not by me. And I'm the only thing standing between you and this one motherfucker. Alright, so you need to cooperate with me on this one. Alright? Roll a persuasion check. 25. Who? There's a man coming. His name is Finris Copperbron. And he's huge shit. Alright? He's a huge threat. to you to me. You need to prepare yourself because he's coming for that Bennett crown. And we're not going to let him get it, all right? Okay. What are are you going to do to help? We're going to get Tipper, guard. We're going to get somebody, right? Even if it's just me, I'm going to protect that crown of my life, all right? Your family's honor or some dumb bullshit. I'm not really used to these favors for the noble. Any do-gooding at all.
0: She nods. Well, I've certainly heard the name Fenris, and I would be devastated if something happened to my crowd. Thank thank you for the warning, sir.
1: Yes, you uh, might want to tell that Bobby character, okay? And everybody else you can. I don't know when he's coming, so he'll probably be sending some men soon. Could you maybe, you know, tell the guy up front that I'm not some, well, freak? I might have to... Even if I gotta change clothes again, it's whatever. Just... I need full
0: cooperation. I don't wanna...
1: I don't want you getting hurt out there.
0: I'm, I'm sure you've done enough here. We'll, uh... Handle it. I, I appreciate the information, though. Yeah. Of, of course. Well, uh... Good night. I guess. She nods and closes the window. You, uh... See her figure pass through the window. in In... The upstairs hallway, uh, and you imagine she's going down to talk to Sir Robert.
1: I go. Uh, I get. I get in a bush, just sit in a bush. I'm not going anywhere.
0: Just waiting there. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait for a bit, to see what happens. Are you gonna try to hide? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Roll a stealth check. Please don't fuck me on this one. <laughs> Nine. Okay. You you get in. uh You get the feeling that like if anyone's walking by, anyone else is walking by at this time of night. They'd probably see you. The people who were walking by before were kind of like seemingly the last stragglers out and about, but it's pretty late. So you wait around there. Uh, Eventually, you see her walk with the candle back up into her room. Uh, And you see standing in the upstairs window just right there is Sir Robert. So he has left his post by the front door and is just kind of out right now guarding her room specifically. Okay.
1: Shit. Ah, fuck.
0: I know what I gotta do, but I don't wanna do it.
1: And this is creepy standing out here, so... Motherfucker. I snap my disguise on, and I'm going to disguise as, uh... As as a tipper guard. Okay. And I'm going to get out of my bush. And I'm gonna walk up to the front, and... I'm going to wait at the front until I see any
0: other guards so that I can catch their attention. It might not be ever... (laughs) No, uh, it's actually not that long until you see the figure who had turned away as you were throwing stones earlier walk along now with three guards in tow. Yeah, I saw him uh, standing in front of that window throwing stones. Figure he might want to check it out. They nod. Thank you for the information. And, uh, walk towards the front, and they see you. Oh, did you get the call too? Yeah, I, I looked around, but I-, I didn't see anything. We must have ducked off
1: somewhere just some kid okay hey uh, where are you all going after this we we're gonna head back to our post why do you ask i heard from someone that, uh, supposed to be planning a hit out here i'm a little worried the rumors are getting me a little shaken that one person's a pretty credible source for me too and uh well, we, we might need some reinforcement i'm staying here Scott. that's where i've been posted what say you? Roll a persuasion check.
0: Okay. 21? And what's this hit, exactly?
1: You all know of Finris, right, Copperbron? Yes. He's wanting to steal the Bennett Crown, uh, so I've heard. And, uh, obviously we can't let that happen. So I... I'm staying in the post. It sounds dangerous. He will probably be sending in men.
0: Please, tell someone. Uh, they look at each other and, and the one that was talking to you says all right why don't you head back to the post and we'll stay out here with him and watch the place in case anyone comes if fenris is involved this is bad news for everyone Well, might be with you yeah they they wait with you here two of them wait with you they don't really make conversation with you because they don't know you <laughs> but uh you know you get one or two questions like so well uh, what post are you from originally? <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. What priest yeah. Are you in, you know? Yeah. Um, Double five. All right, roll a perception check. Uh, 17. Yeah, you at a point see a head peek out around a house ahead of you. Like, like not out of the house, but around from the side of it. See so a peek out, look at all of you, and then move back. Did you not see that? See what? Poked his head out. He was right across. And I point to where it was. He saw us. We can go check it out if you'd like. Maybe one or two. Maybe. I say be careful. One walks forward. Looks around the corner. Looks back at you, puzzled. No one's here. All right. Uh, give me a shot. I'll, I'll try. Just take my post, if you will. Okay. He takes your spot. and You go around the corner. hmm I'm gonna look around. Yeah, roll a perceptor check. 17. Again. Yeah, you see um, just around a corner, a little ways off. Uh, like, just the quick footsteps of someone. Y- you hear them, rather. I'm going to try my best
1: to follow those footsteps without being uh, detected. All right, roll a stealth
0: check. Roll a stealth and uh, investigation check. Okay. 16 on the stealth, 11 on investigation. Okay. You're able to move quietly, but you are struggling keeping up the pace you do kind of follow the sound of it and then start following just prints you see in the ground and you get a peek of someone now kind of just running down the road away from you and away from this house wearing all black you know a a smaller figure you you imagine some might mistake it as a child but you can tell it's a halfling i guess i'll chase after it fuck it okay You, you you start running roll um, an athletics check your favorite 10 okay. uh, you start running just full sprint this guy was kind of doing this stealth run but as soon as he starts hearing your footsteps he looks over and starts running as fast as he can as he's going though he does trip over his feet what? And rolls, yeah he rolled it too. Uh yeah, <laughs> and yeah. rolls. Uh, and you're able to catch some ground on him. Alright. I'm gonna try my absolute fucking hardest to reach up to him. Okay. Uh so like to grapple him essentially? Yes, I'm gonna try uh, and we'll do uh athletics. He doesn't have to use athletics, but you're gonna use athletics. Yep. Sounds about right. It's a seven, Chief. Yeah, you try to grab for him, but he ducks under. Uh, And keeps running. Uh, Alright, I'm going to call out in my voice. You don't stop, buddy. I'm
1: going to blast you one. And you don't want that. That's sick. That's absolutely nasty.
0: Roll intimidation. Six. He is not scared. He keeps running. I'm going to cast Levitate on him. Okay. (laughs) Con save? Yes, a con save. Okay. And your DC is 14? Mm Mm-hmm. Nat 20. He keeps running through it. You see, he kind of gets light for a second, but just keeps (laughs) jogging as fast as he can. All right, motherfucker. Last thing I got, dancing
1: lights. I'm going to send them out, and I'm going to make them four of them in a trail, like Pac-Man. So wherever he goes, these dancing lights trail him. I'm going to at least try to keep up with that. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, uh, four lights come up behind him. And yeah, you you keep running after him, and he's just illuminated by it, trying to dodge out of the way and, and go between, uh, go behind any corner he can. All right,
1: last try, motherfucker. You move one more step, and I'm blasting you to shit.
0: Yeah, he's still running. He's not afraid of you at this point.
1: All right, I'm gonna shoot an Eldris blast at
0: him. Now. All right, roll to hit. Say
1: twenty-five.
0: That will hit. God damn.
1: Uh, that's for nine
0: damage. Okay. He gets hit, and he, like, turns now a little scared of you, and he puts his hands up. All right, what do you want? What do you want, man? Let's not get too crazy. Who sent you? Why
1: are you here running about all black? You're a criminal, right? Uh, I can tell you're a criminal. Yeah, criminal, criminal. And I, I take off my mask. Who sent you? Come on now don't give me any bullshit if it's who i think it is you might as well fess up
0: roll intimidation
1: uh mod at 20.
0: yeah i work for fenris what do you want
1: all right and is he coming are you scoping out the place
0: no you think fenris is gonna do a job like this no get someone like me to do it
1: is is min coming in what has he got like a an employee
0: what's this what has he got
1: me i was gonna sneak in and i wasn't doing anything that's it just you? You are gonna sneak in and steal the crown. One little guy?
0: Yeah, it only takes one.
1: It really does, doesn't it? Well, alright. You should fucking scram. You see what I done, you can see what I do. Don't come after the fucking crown. Matter of fact, you wanna keep that pretty head of yours,
0: you're gonna lead me to Fenris. Right now. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, I'll give you advantage, cause at this point you've, uh... For a while, you weren't scaring him at all, but now you have gotten into the point where he's finally listening. Okay, uh, 24. Okay, I can take you to Fenris. Probably, uh, wants to see about your other eye anyway.
1: That's real sweetie, yeah. And I snap my fingers, and, uh, I turn into another halfling. We'll see about that. By the way, uh, I don't need to know your name, but we're best buddies now, alright?
0: Till I get there. He leads you for a while at this point it is very very late at night and and very few good people are out on the streets you guys head down south uh, but before you would get to south dock you you turn towards the west and move to what's known as kings pier Uh, you know that this is kind of fenris's stomping ground and where he does most of his business out of and although clearly kings pier is is named for the King of Cortia. Fenris likes to pretend it's him. You get to the pier. Around here, there are a few more people out at night. Again, no one, no one doing anything good. And he takes you to a tavern restaurant area called uh, the Crab's Corner, and he leads you inside. You see the entire room is cleared out, uh, except for one table, where there are three half-elfs Sitting around talking to one hulking human man, uh, who you immediately recognize as Fenris. He's built in such a way that you know, with like the right leverage, he could easily crush your spine. And he looks up at you, and, and the halfling dressed in black and passes a comb through his tidy brown hair. Why you back from the job so quick? Did you get it? The halfling shakes his head no. Boss, oh, this one wanted to see you. I'll snap my fingers, and take off my disguise. He looks up at you and gives you a toothy smile. Uh, good to see you again, kid. Yeah, Finris, It's been real great. It's always good to see you. He gives you a smaller smile now and just itches below his right eye. Been at Crown, huh? What about it? It's not yours anymore. It's mine. I have it. Sorry to say. I was new you had it in to steal something good, kid, but that's why I'm trying to get you to work for me. We have work here for you, work that'd be good for you. Fidress, I I'm
1: going to be honest with you. I don't look up to you. I don't see you as some figure in my life. I see you as an equal. And I did this to prove something. And I'm starting to see something. Something I didn't have the foresight involved in. I don't think it matters to me. Any of this. I've been trying to prove I'm better to you. Better than... Everybody in this fucking tavern. And what has it gotten me? You took my fucking eye. You stole my eye out of my fucking head. Because that's how shit works. What has it gotten me? I don't want to end up like you, Fenris. You think you're some king. You think you own this place. You're an asshole. And you stole everything from me. And I thought stealing was the right thing to do. Because ain't nobody deserve everything. But you especially don't. If you want that crown so damn bad. It's still there. But if that's really something you want, fuck it. You're gonna keep doing crimes, Tippett's gonna keep being a shit city. And I get it now. It's because of you and me. That's why Tipper fucking sucks. It's because of us. I'm not asking you to change your ways or anything. Of course not. (laughs) Old habits die hard. But I'm through with this. And I thought I was supposed to gouge your fucking eyes out of some horrible shit. I don't need that from you. I ain't
0: sorry. And just looks down at the floor. Roll a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, Nineteen. He considers you for a few long moments, and he snaps his fingers. One of his attendants walks over to him, and he whispers in the ear. And then the man walks down a set of stairs. Kid, if I knew I would snuff out one of the most talented criminals I've ever seen by taking your eye, I would have never done it. I thought I'd make a real thief out of you. It is what it is, though. Tiport's my city. You can call it shit, but it's home. Doesn't need to be yours, though. The man who went downstairs walks up now, and he's holding a little jar with, uh, some liquid in it and something circular inside. You can have it back. I don't need it. Have a nice life somewhere else, kid. Don't let me see you in this fucking town again. The man hands you a jar, and as you look at it, you see it is your thing once lost. You're a little surprised that he held on to it, but at the same time, this is the exact sort of thing you know Fenris would do to someone else, so why not you two? I hold
1: the jar up with my eye in it, into the light. I kinda squint. I put it down in my chest. Fuck you, Fenris. I ain't ever had something like this. You took everything from me, but... Fuck. You're a good man. You're a better man than anybody else, I know. I'm of here, but, uh, well, God damn it, Fenris. I love you to death, and I hate to say that. Goodbye, I ain't coming back. And he turns around starts walking out. Oh, and, uh, before he leaves, raises a cane to Silver Square and throws it to the floor thinking you'd need it anyways old man good luck he walks out
0: as you walk out he gives you one last nod and you leave you get a few of your things together grab your bags talk to Malik a bit do you ask him to come with you
1: yeah I mean why not
0: just to see roll a persuasion check a 14 he gives you a big hug as you ask him sorry man just my home can't leave you now hey buddy
1: Hugs enough. You're the best instrument anybody could ask for. You know that? Yeah, I told you I was. Yeah, you did, asshole. Yeah, you did. I'll send you mail, but, uh,
0: you know, don't expect any money or any shit. Tessa, Mara, whatever they are, they'll kill me if I don't show up, so. He gives you a big nod and a last goodbye, and you head out, and after all your stuff is together, and you wait the the amount of time they asked you to, you, you head to the airship dock, get aboard their ship and fly off to a new adventure on the ship
1: if i have any moment just by myself i want to cast augury
0: and see what fate lies ahead of me the omen that comes out is woe and that is where we'll end the session
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh boy he would smile big at that
0: that was great Thank you, Flight. I hope you like that, yeah. Are you <laughs> shitting so me? so much differently than I would have ever imagined. I expected also... a big battle. There were options for it, just uh, never never came down to it. I was expecting the whole place to be burning. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> for anyone who stuck around throughout this whole thing, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I will be back with another episode soon. And uh look forward to having more once upon a roll thanks again Kyle for playing hey thank you for having me i really appreciate it to have a have a great day evening or night whatever time it is for you and uh you know goodbye everyone